go. What's up, everybody? I'm Bob Walters. This is Locked Up Sports. It was Monday night rock bottom for the Giants. I'll tell you why it could get worse before it gets better. The MLB postseason underway. Four games yesterday, four games today. We'll get you all caught up and ready for game twos today. It's Ken Zach Wilson. Can Zach Wilson back up his performance from Sunday night this week in Denver? I'll let you know. All that and Mark Mancini, XM's Mark Mancini, in his weekly spot. All that coming up next on Locked Up Sports. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I'm Bob Walters. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe if you're on YouTube. Don't forget to rate us if you're on YouTube. Don't forget to rate us and subscribe if you're listening to the podcast. Every little bit helps. Thank you for joining the show, everybody. Uh, big show here today. Long show. A uh, lot going on. whole lot going on. We're going to start with the Giants. I was at the game on Monday night and a disaster, a, an absolute disaster for the Giants. I mean... This team, it, it, I didn't think they were going to be a, as good of le- as the team of last year, but they, I didn't see this coming. I mean, this is just an out- outrageous disaster. The quarterback can't play. The coach can't coach. They can't catch the ball. They can't run the ball. They can't play defense. They can't tackle anybody. They are the worst team in the NFL right now, hands down. If it were, if you take out that second half against the Cardinals where they got 30 points and they had a big comeback and they got their only win – the Giants have been outscored 114 to 15. Let me say that again: 114 to 15. They've been outscored at home this season, 64 to three. 64 to three. And you know what? Brian Dable throwing the the, the clipboard and all pissed off at, at and coming up to the podium and saying that uh, what do you think about Daniel Jones' interception? And he said, well, he wasn't supposed to throw an interception there. Well, what do you want him to do? He's running for his life. He's getting killed back there. You got Neil is just a turnstile. He's a bust. You got to get him off the field. You, you, the Giants got to learn to give up on these players. Neil's a disaster. He can't block anybody. They give up 11 sacks to a team that's, eh. Seattle's all right. You know, they're all right. Geno Smith threw for 130 yards. He threw, their quarterback threw for 130 yards and they beat the Giants by three touchdowns. The place was empty. By two minutes into the fourth quarter. Now, listen, Daniel Jones can't throw that in and say, I'm not a Daniel Jones apologist. I'm not a supporter of Daniel Jones. I mean, I'm a supporter. I'm a fan. But I didn't want them to sign him. I thought last year was, was a detriment, the fact that he was so good, because I don't think that's as good as he is. He's a tough kid. He can run the ball. But he's just not a great NFL quarterback. And you can't throw a pick six. You can't throw the ball to the other team when you're on the three-yard line. The Giants had two drives during that during that game. The first one, the first drive of the game, where they got it down to right around the 20, they went for it on fourth down, didn't get it. I thought that was a mistake to go for it right there because I know you want to set the tone, but you can't you gotta get points on the board. This team can't even score points. Their special teams are even bad. They they and with the, the fact that the commanders look like they're okay, the Giants are by far the worst team in this division. I mean, what a nightmare. It's a, it's a complete disaster. And Brian Dables, hey, listen, there's no more. The, the, the honeymoon is over. The honeymoon's been over since, right after the Dallas game, week one, okay? Brian Dable is now, he's starting to look a little bit like a one-hit wonder, right? I mean, this team is undisciplined. They can't tackle. They can't do anything right. They can't throw the ball down the field because the quarterback's getting, running for his life and getting killed. 11 sacks is outrageous. I mean, that's just outrageous. 
they will and, and I don't know what how I really I mean did they even practice this summer did they practice this week what what did they do all week did they scheme and then there's no adjustments in-game adjustments made at all period for this team not once did they bring in an extra tight end or max protect after maybe the seventh sack or the ninth sack or the tenth sack. You'd think maybe, okay, we need an extra tight end in here. We need to, we need some more people blocking, keep the back in to block them. No, nothing. Full steam ahead with the game plan that we threw in there that they looked like they threw in there in 15 minutes. And Seattle came across the country and beat the Giants 24 to three. And listen, it, it's, is this rock bottom? I, I don't know. Because now they got to go to, to Miami and play a good Dolphin team who's not a great defense, but the, the, the Giants offense doesn't look like it's going on anybody. Right? So it's going to be, it's they go to Miami and then they go to Den, uh, to Buffalo. So good luck. Two AFC East teams, two of the, the, the top two AFC East teams coming back the next two weeks after 24 to 3. That was almost as embarrassing as 21 to 3 Mets and the Braves. The place was empty at the beginning of the fourth quarter. The Giants had two drives the whole game. One of them ended in a fourth down that they that they didn't convert, fourth and one. The second one ended in a pick six, 97 yards the other way. And the kid played a good game, the cornerback. He's a, he's a good player. He had a ton of tackles and he and he took that one back to the house. And then you have Dable throwing the clipboard, which I didn't see because I was at the game, but I saw it after. And just the whole thing, the whole thing fell apart. I mean, I didn't think they were going to be a good team this year. I thought maybe borderline playoff team, but this is just a, this is, I didn't see this coming. Who saw this coming? The whole team, they, they, they can't score. They have three points at home. They played a quarter of their home games. Quarter of their home games in the books. They have three points, one field goal. That's embarrassing. That is straight off embarrassing. It, that, that's the only word. They better get it straightened out. Because now, right now, Brian Dable's looking a lot like McAdoo and the rest of the, the, the misfits that the Giants have had over the past seven or eight years. This team looks like the team from three, four, three years ago, from four years ago, from five years ago. But the worse, almost worse. And the offensive line, I'm sick of talking about the offensive line. How many high-end draft picks do the Giants have put into this offensive line in the last 10, 12 years? And it's the same damn story every week through, the, through that whole time. They can't block anybody. Neil is just the latest example. He's not a one-off. He's the latest example in a long list of garbage at the offensive line position for the Giants. I don't know what they're going to do. I, listen, they're going to have to get it together. They're going to have to find a way to beat Miami or Buffalo. They, got, they have to win one of these two games, right? Because the division slipping away. I mean, the division wasn't, wasn't really going to be in play for the Giants. But you're going to find yourself 1-5 and five and playing out the string. I mean, after a, I mean the Mets terrible, Yankees no good, Giants no good, Jets no good. This is not good for New York sports. But I hope the Rangers and Knicks play well, because we're going to be talking a lot about them with the way this is going. Now the Jets, the Jets. Listen, Zach Wilson was good. They got a tough game this week. They got a winnable game, but a tough game, and that's what it was for the. For the Giants. Seattle was a tough game, but it was winnable. Now the Jets got to go on a road to Denver, a tough place to play. Denver's in shambles. The defense is in shambles. 
let's see if if Zach Wilson can can continue what he did. Now, I I think he's more likely not the quarterback that you saw the other day against Kansas City. I, I I just don't. I've seen more of the bad than I have of the good, and you just I'm just going with what I've seen. But let you know, maybe he comes off, and then this is a winnable game for the Jets. They got to get a win. I mean, these teams now got to start winning games. There's no moral victories, and the Giants. Forget about the Giants. The Giants got a whole, they're a home hot mess right now. I don't know what they're doing during the. I don't know what the Giants are doing during the week. They've now signed Pew to the practice squad. So what? You know, now what are we gonna do? Just bring back, bring back the old guys. Come on, Brian Dable. I mean, he was treated like a king in this city all summer. All last year, and deservedly so. That was a very good team. And Mac and, and, and Wink, I, I, I don't know what happened to Wink. They're not blitzing. Listen, Seattle had all kinds of issues on their offensive line as well. Giants got two sacks. Thibodeau dropped a pick six. And and I know it's it's you know it it was a tough catch, but you gotta make that catch. If you're Thibodeau and you're gonna be the player that we think you're gonna be, or that we were told you were gonna be, you gotta make that catch and you gotta take it to the house. Game-changing plays. That's what big-time defensive players make. Game-changing plays. And Thibodeau is invisible. And the new tight end is invisible. And the receivers are invisible. The running back is hurt. And listen, I don't want to hear the injuries either. Because if Thomas played and if Barkley played, you can't tell me that the Giants would have won that game or even been in that game. Every aspect of the game is terrible for the Giants. And it was that night, the other night. And it's been like that. They haven't been ready to play. Not once have they come out during this season in the four games and been ready to play. The first halves are atrocious. The second halves are atrocious too, except for the one against what was supposed to be the worst team in the NFL. Unbelievable. Let's see them go down to Miami and win a game. Let's see if Brian Dable can at least get this team to play in the first half. You know how you win football games? You score points. Giants don't score points. 114 to 15 if you take out the Cardinals. Second half. 64 to 3 at home. They've been outscored. Embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Now let's get to... um, I always go into this Mark Mancini thing pissed off. <laughs> Let's get Mark Mancini now. It's, uh, I spoke to him before, so we're okay. Um, XM Radio's Mark Mancini. He's uh, out west in California. We're going to talk some baseball with him. We'll, we'll touch on the football, too. His Steelers look just almost as bad as the Giants. Almost. Not quite. Almost. Um, here's my interview with Mark Mancini. Enjoy the interview. All right, we'd like to welcome in Mark Mancini, XM Radio. Mark, our good buddy. Mark, welcome to the show. We got a lot to do. We don't have a lot of time to do it. So how are you doing? I'll tell you, this is the show that sweeps the country. We make it work each and every week to stay a consistent man. Move over the Statue of Liberty. Move over the city field. Move over everything. This show is the show that's the show's. We somehow make it work. I got. I had Mark. This we're doing this in the morning. Mark seven a.m. his time, ten a.m. my time. <laughs> I'm the one who overslept. So, so go figure that one. Um, so let's start right. Let's let's start with with, with the NFL real quick because we'll get to the baseball. The NFL. Um, the Giants. My Giants. I was at the game. I was saying I was at the game before. Uh, I mean that was terrible. That was, that was terrible. I, I I think the coach is taking a step back. I think he's lost all 
all the, the, the wiggle room he gained last year in his rookie year, the quarterback who now we just gave a ton of money to, he looks lost. But I, I don't blame him. He's getting sacked 11 times. I don't blame him for being lost. But that pick six, and, and listen, the, what, what do you think about the Giants? Well, I will tell you this. When I look at uh, Brian DeBall, and I like him as a coach, but you don't make a scene on the sidelines throwing a clipboard at Doug Jones sitting there, you know, uh, going through all the things. And I think that has to be the thing. Sorry, sorry, you, you don't, you don't, you don't do that. You just don't do that. And I think it's an embarrassment. You know, the New England Patriots, they can say whatever they want about these guys, but at least they keep all their problems behind closed doors and nobody knows what the hell's going on because they don't air their dirty laundry. That was the worst thing on that I got out of that game, even though the Giants got pounded, was the ball kind of embarrassing Jones on the sidelines. I don't know yeah, if you caught that. I, I didn't see it because I was there, but I mean, obviously I've seen it since, but, but you're right. He... And you know what? What are you doing? Like, and then he comes into the, the press conference and he goes, well, "What do you think about the uh, you know the pick six? And he goes, "Well, he wasn't supposed to throw an interception there." Well, what do you want him to do? You you're supposed to not get him sacked eleven times, eleven times. Well, and, and it's not like the the, the Seahawks are the greatest team. They're not the '85 Bears. Well, I'll tell you one thing: the Seahawks are the best team on Monday Night Football in quite a few years. Look at their record. Pete Carroll's a winner. I mean, that's where you know. They talk about quarterbacks changing the culture. We saw Drew Brees set the Chargers back. But sometimes coaches set back uh, a team, too. Harbaugh left the 49ers. The 49ers fell on their face. Look at Carroll. Uh, Carroll's still in Seattle. Wilson left, and he's trying to find his you know, his identity. And G- he's totally turned Geno Smith around. I mean, Geno Smith was a, was yeah. a lost soul before he headed to Seattle, and now he, all of a sudden he's, he's like a top 10, top 12 quarterback. Well, you know what Pete Carroll does? He's not only a player's coach, he's a guy that finds your strengths, you know, and, and that's the thing. And when you, when you find a guy that believes in you and is not worried about negatives and pulls your strengths, you're going to run through a wall for him. And Geno Smith's run through a wall. I still like the Seahawks to win that division. I had them in the beginning of the year. Yeah, and, and listen, I, I, I completely, a thousand percent agree with you with Pete Carroll. I do think the call he made on the goal line in the Super Bowl is going to keep him out of the yeah. Hall of Fame, though. Yeah, we all make, you know, hey, listen, it's not a perfect world. There's only one perfect guy, and that's the guy above. So, I mean, I like the Seahawks. I like their, their whole identity. And, I mean, it's a model franchise. And, uh, you know, look at it. You know, everybody's telling me this week that the, the, the NFC Championship game is playing, uh, you know, uh, Sunday night with the Cowboys and 49ers. Somebody forgot to tell me that the season's more than four weeks. Yeah, listen, we've seen that championship. <laughs> I've seen that championship game every year of my life growing up. Every year of my life yeah. growing up was the, the, the Cowboys and the, and the 49ers, you know. But um, now your your boys, the Steelers, uh, that was that was that was alarming with the Steelers the other night, the other day. Uh, Thirty to six in Houston. They basically that speaking of coaches, you got a great coach there, Mike Tomlin. They weren't ready to play. Well, I'll tell you one thing: Ohio State quarterbacks, I have no love lost for in the NFL. They're there for a cup of coffee, and then you don't find them. The last guy was Arch Schleister, but he was a riverboat gambler. How do you let C.J. Stroud beat you, man? I really, I don't understand this and. Pittsburgh has these kind of games every year where you kind of scratch your head and go, maybe Tomlin didn't get this team prepared, but now they get the Ravens, and the Ravens are coming into Pittsburgh three and one. I think the Steelers bounce back and hammer the Ravens Sunday. I mean, listen, the Ravens and and the Steelers with 
Now you you look. It looks like you got lucky with Kenny Pickett. It looked like a bad injury at first. Now they're saying it's just a bone bruise. He's going to be questionable for Sunday. Now, what do you think of uh, Big Ben coming out and and criticizing the play? It, it was a bad. Let's, let's, anybody that knows football knows it was a bad play call. Throw. I I hate the shotgun on fourth and one, and I hate the the roll well, like the rollout from the shotgun. I didn't like the play either. But do you like the fact that Big Ben came out and criticized him? Well, you know what the the world's built on negatives. I kind of block all that out, and I look for positives, like we were just talking about, you know, Pete Carroll. And it's easy to criticize somebody from, a, you know, an armchair quarterback there watching the games. I mean, you know, uh, be careful for what you say because it could happen to you. But I love and I respect Big Ben, but to criticize the play calling and everything, they've been on Kanata for a while there. And, you know, uh, it, it takes time. You know, uh, Rome wasn't built overnight. Exactly. And and listen, they're, they're, they're two and two. They're not zero. They're not one and three or zero and four. They don't look. They like they might have had one bad game, but they don't look like the Giants. The, the Giants have been outscored. You know, but if it wasn't for that second half in Arizona, the Giants have been outscored one hundred and fourteen to fifteen. I mean, that's like a bad yeah, well, high school look, team look, going. Look in. at the other side of the coin. Look at the everybody was on the Miami Dolphins float, and I said, "Well, wait a minute, man. They haven't really played anybody." And you know, look at here they get their asses kicked up in Buffalo. I'll tell you the two teams right now that, you know, everybody could talk about Niners, Cowboys, all this other crap. I'm looking at two teams, and I'm seeing the Eagles and Ravens look really good. The Ravens, Ravens. without J.K. Dobbins? I mean, come on, man. And the quarterback looks like he's got something to prove. And he's back back in in Baltimore. I I don't know. I I would say when he signed back, when Jackson signed back with them, I said, how do you even go back there? After everything he said – and now, and you know, he's proven me wrong. He went back there and said through the first, you know, quarter of the season, he's been he's been unbelievable. He looked like yeah. an MVP candidate last week. Yeah, uh, you keep know? your eyes on those two teams. Buffalo is going to have something to say about it, but I think when you look at it right there, I, I'm trying to find another NFC team. People tell me the 49ers. We might find out this weekend between the Cowboys and Niners uh, who, who's a, a better team, but. I mean, look at it. I mean, Tampa's playing some good football uh, going into the bye week, three and one. I mean, um, I told everybody that uh, would listen that the Green Bay would have the worst record in the league, followed by Chicago. Chicago's going to get their asses handed to them in Washington tomorrow. Oh, Chicago. I mean, the, 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 co- the, the coaching this year in the NFL has been atrocious. These calls are the you. You know what I, I said? I said I, it's like the Madden generation has finally come up, and now they're NFL coaches. Yeah. These guys going for these fourth downs deep in their own territory, or we're not kicking field goal. The Bears not kicking a field goal with a minute and a half left to take the lead. You haven't won a damn game all year. He decides to go for it, misses it right down the field. They lose on a field goal. I mean, the coaching with the steal with the Chargers the week before, with the Bears last week. With, with some of these fourth down calls, it's like they're playing Madden. They're on their own 10-yard line, and they're going for it. I saw a guy wearing a Bears beanie the other day. I said, you better take that back and get your money back. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now um, let's move to the baseball real quick. Yesterday, we had the, the baseball opened up. I love it. I love we get we get day baseball games, midweek day baseball. Someone like me who has, like, weird days off loves these day baseball games. You had the Twins uh, win their first game in the iPhone era. First time it was, yeah. it was there was ever a, a, a Twins uh, playoff win uh, filmed on an iPhone. They should, you had the Brewers losing. 18 in, loss in yeah, a row, I think. The Brewers yeah. losing to Arizona. The Phillies over the Marlins. 
and you had the rain, the most shocking one I saw, and the most embarrassing because the Rays had, a, had like seventeen thousand people at that game. They lost four nothing to the Rangers. What do you what do you think about? What did you take away from yesterday's baseball? Well, first of all, it's an embarrassment to have seventeen thousand fans in Tampa. Come on, man. This is a team that's you know busting their ass to be on the field, but the Rangers are tough, man. Bruce Bochy's a silver lining over there. Never man. count out Bruce Bochy. Never yeah. count out Bruce Bochy. I, I, I've been saying this for quite a while now, and I, I, you know, I had four teams in this thing. The Mariners didn't make it, but I said, okay, I got the Jays still in the American League. They're on the brink of going home, but the two National League teams, you know, the Brewers and Phillies, and I'm going to hold my head's eye on them because whoever wins that Brewers. D-backs is going to go in L.A. and beat the hell out of those guys. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. You've been around this game, you know, Bob, and you you need pitching. You cannot – I don't give a, a crap what anybody says about 100-win seasons, four years in a row. You need pitching, and you ain't going to make it with rookies. And I'll tell you, the, the thing that's going to kill the Dodgers is throwing Julio Urias to the curb and not having him go in the playoffs. And you got a broken horse in Kershaw, and you got a – bunch of guys that you're going to count on in a high pressure situation that's like you think, saying to a guy you think Arizona, you, you, okay again that's that's like that's like saying hey you, you, you've given speeches in high schools now we're going to send you to the white house and give a speech with 500 delegates state of the union yeah, right. state of the okay. union <laughs> now yeah, do, would yeah. you rather do you think arizona or or the brewers have a better chance of beating them I like the Brewers, but Rudolph yeah, went down. But now the Diamondbacks are looking good. But let me tell you, those guys can play with the Dodgers, man. The Diamondbacks, I think, had a pretty darn good record against the, the Diamondbacks. Is, the, they're sneaky good. The, the Diamondbacks are sneaky good. You know, you don't kind of you don't expect it, and now they're they're on. Let the me tell you something. The, the the Phillies, watch out. That's a house of horrors in that place, man. That place is a, that place goes crazy. And those guys could take the Braves out. Yeah, they, yeah, they took him out last year, and now they're, yeah, they're, 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 the whole thing with Philadelphia is this is a continuation of last year. Continuation, we got to finish the job, finish the job, and they're going crazy out there. Well, not only that, they you know they play for one another. Women, women, you know, you see, you don't see that a lot. They just play for one another. And hey, yeah. listen, I'm going to throw a little satisfaction. I had a better record than your Mets and uh, <laughs> the Angels. Yeah, we got, we got rid of Buck. Listen, I don't know if that's the right idea. It's not Buck's fault we lost. Yeah, come you know, on, man. Injuries, you show him the door. Come yeah. on, man. And we screamed for 10 years that we wanted Buck Showalter, right? He won manager of the year. Then the very next year, it's, it's oh, what, you know, what have you done for me lately? And they show him the door. You're not going to find the manager better than Buck, right? There's, there's not one no, out there. He, he's going he's gonna to resurface. Uh, look look at the what happened in San Francisco. Kapler gets the axe after three games left in the season. I mean, it's going to be interesting. Does Terry Francona come out? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You know I mean, he just retired so a week ago. He retired a week ago. You're does Melvin, pulling him out of retirement? Does Melvin get out of uh, San Diego? It's going to be interesting now, guys. It is. It is. It's going to be a, it's going to be a good like, winter meeting. So keep, keep baseball in the headlines. Now, I wanted to get your thoughts quickly before I let you go on the Trevor Bauer thing with the video coming out. With the girl, it looks like he might have got railroaded by this girl. What What do you think about that? Well, I've, I've, I've stayed by this, and I said this to Kip Gross on the show yesterday, that, you know, if there's 30 teams in baseball, I'm playing for the other 29, then I'm playing for the Dodgers. And it's not just a hate. It's not the McCoys and the Hatfields here. I just look at the Dodger organization as a some, 
you know, like Rodriguez looked at it probably as vetoing the trade from the Tigers. I'm not going there because the one thing that stands out with the Dodgers, yeah, like I said before, you can win 100 games. You could be a, a, a second biggest market here. But I'm looking at the way they handle their players. And they used to handle it with the O'Malley group, with sticking by a Steve Howe, God rest his soul. But the way they dished uh, Trevor Bauer and Julio Urias, I'm thinking twice if I ever want to play for or work for this organization. Yeah, I mean, you said it. And, 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 and you know, and I tend, I always side on the, the believe the woman. because But this set, this sets women back. I mean, this girl, it looks like she totally railroaded them. They got text messages saying that let's get the bag. He just signed fifty-one million. Then they got he's got her on video, and he he he's. It looked like from from yeah, what well, I saw yesterday, they might have cleared that, his name. Bob, if I'm with you, two hundred and forty-five days a year working side by side, pretty much more than your wife and you. You're yeah, you're right. And then you dish somebody, uh, to the curb. Because you don't have all the facts. To me, this organization the Dodgers are running is 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 a joke. It's a complete joke because you don't do that to t- guys. And, and and I'm for the players on this. You don't have the facts, and you throw them. And, and even if you had the facts, let's look at this. Even if you had the facts, how do you not reel a guy in and say, "Hey, you're my brother. I know you took a candy bar from the convenience store, but now I'm going to disown you." You don't do that to somebody. And the Dodger organization, I would never want to work for or play for if if this happened to me. Yeah. You know, I'll go to Minnesota and play in 20-degree weather in April. Oh, man, yeah, but when you so. get jammed with the bat, Mark, you haven't used that hurts your hands like hell when you play. <laughs> you're, you're a warm-weather well, guy. Hey, you, you know, know what? You get, hit with, you get jammed you know on a... I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm telling you this now. Rodriguez must have knew something about the Dodger organization for him to veto a trade and not want to win a World Series with him. That question, we will never know the answer to. But there's a little bit more. There's a little bit more on that when you unfoil or uncoil this thing with the Dodger organization, why this guy did not want to play for him. Yeah, and listen, I'm going to give you credit. You said the same thing about them tossing Trevor Bauer, and I was like, you're crazy. Look what he did. Look what he did to this woman. It turns out he might have got railroaded, and I feel bad. And you know what? I hope – that they are going to arrest her if it is if it is true that she lied. Um, Mark, do you, do the do the, do the Steelers beat the Ravens this weekend? The Steelers beat the Ravens. That's that's uh, the sure shot. They bounce back at Pittsburgh. The terrible towels will be out and everything. So yeah, only uh, only a the, Jets, the Jets are in the Jets are in Denver. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, that, that's going to be why. I mean, I, I don't know what to think about that game, uh, especially after the way the Jets played. But I mean. They're saying that it's a sure shot that the two and two Steelers who just lost thirty to six to Texans yeah. are going to beat the the Ravens who are three and one. That's somebody well, who is uh, waving yeah, yeah, the well, terrible towel, that, who's drying himself off with the terrible towel every yeah. week, and when he gets out of the shower. Yeah, don't be surprised if Taylor Swift tour <laughs> makes it with the Chiefs there too. Hey, hey, don't say anything bad about Taylor Swift. I'm a big fan. His name is Mark yeah. Mancini, XM Radio. Mark, thanks for giving <laughs> us a couple of minutes. We will see you next Tuesday. I love you, brother, man. You're the best. Keep the go- show going. I can't. We'll be in a hockey season, man. Oh, yeah. My family's yeah, going to railroad your Rangers. Mark, Mark has never been to Madison Square Garden, and I'm taking him yeah. this year. You got to go. Yep. You, can't, you can't not go to I Madison lo- Square Garden. I, I love you, man. I've been on the outside of that thing. I got to get in the damn inside. Great. World's most famous arena. See you next week, Mark. Yep. How about that? Mark Mancini, XM Radio. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, as always, 
Um, we gotta get him to the garden. What are you doing? Never been to the garden? Oh man. And he's a pi- and he's a Penguins fan. We'll get we'll get him in. We're gonna take we're gonna take him to a Rangers Penguins game this year. Um, the baseball, real quick on the baseball. There were four games yesterday. There are four more today. Just getting underway now. Yesterday you had um, game ones. It's kind of like the wild card round or the the whatever it is, the playing round, whatever you want to call it. You had the Twins getting their first win in 18 tries. 0 for 18 coming in over their last 18 games playing in the playoffs. Most of them against the Yankees. Yankees not in it. They get the win yesterday, three to one. The place was rocking. Now it doesn't sound like the old Metrodome, but but the place was rocking. Minnesota's a good baseball town when they're good. They're, they're perennials in the in the playoffs, but they can never win. This year, it looks like they're a little different, or at least they got started off on the right foot a little different. Three to one, they beat Toronto game one. Game two is today. That is the four o'clock game, I believe. I'll just double check here real quick. Um, no, I'm sorry. That that's the that's the uh, yes four thirty eight. You got um, Berrios pitching for. Toronto trying to keep them in it. And for the Twins, you got Gray trying to close it out and let the Twins advance to the wild card round. Um, Phillies, listen, the Phillies look good. The Phillies look good, primed for another run. The The crowd is good. They're, they're like a unfinished business type of situation. And they look good. They look good yesterday. Now they're better than the Marlins. The Marlins are kind of ha- we're happy to be here. We can't believe we made it. Where, where are we? We're in the playoffs? I can't believe it. That's what the Marlins kind of look like last night. I, I expect the Phillies to beat them today and to advance. Nola's pitching for the Phillies. So, listen, Nola against Garrett. Anything can happen, but I, I expect the Phillies to win today, advance on, and then you know see if they can make another run. And I'm telling you, they look primed for another run. Uh, the other games, the two other games yesterday, the best game of the day was the Brewers and Arizona. Okay, the Brewers and Arizona. 6-3 Arizona wins it. They fell out. They fell behind in a 3-nothing hole. There were two there was a back-to-back home run in the second inning by Arizona after falling behind 3-0 in the first. They get back-to-back home runs to tie the game. A two-run homer followed by a solo home run. That tied it. Then they added three uh three more. Well, I'm sorry, two more in the ninth inning. Insurance runs. They win it 6-3 and you know, Arizona, another surprise. Arizona's kind of like the Marlins, a surprise team. That, that, that You thought maybe they'd be happy to be there. Well, they went into Milwaukee and took game one. And now with their backs against the wall, the Brewers will be playing. And let's see who's pitching for the Brewers today. It's got to be. Okay, so, yeah, yep, you got Gallon pitching for Arizona. And he's going up against Peralta. So Peralta, yeah, listen, not a bad guy to have on the mound. Good pitcher, had a bunch of wins this year. He's going to be the, he's who you'd want if you're the Brewers. So we'll see if they can extend that to a game three tomorrow. And then uh, the last game, which was the first game yesterday, which is the first game today, another 330 starts. Embarrassing, too, by the way. Ton of empty seats in Tampa Bay. As the Rays fell 4 nothing. They, they committed four errors. The, the place was half empty. It's, it's a bad situation. The, the Rays, who played so good, and we praised them after losing their star player. It's such an in, inopportune time. They came out yesterday, and they laid an egg. Now, give credit to Texas and Montgomery. Montgomery pitched eight innings. He pitched brilliantly. He got in trouble in the first inning. He hit first and third, one out. The, the Rangers' defense 
is underrated. Montgomery made a great diving catch, saved a run in the first inning off a bunt up the first baseline. Their outfield is outstanding. They got a gold glove center fielder. They got a good glove out in, in left field. And he got the help he needed. He got out of that first inning, and then it was nothing. Nothing. You didn't hear from the Rays again the rest of the way as Texas won 4 nothing to take a lead in that series. So just a quick recap here. We got you got 3 o'clock coming on, which is on right now, actually just starting. You got Tampa and Texas game two. Tampa, listen, if they play anything like yesterday, it's going to be over quick. You got the Blue, the, the Blue Jays and the Twins, which is should be an entertaining game. It's going to be a good game. The Blue Jays back against the wall. They got good bats. They got a, a bunch of kids. Game two there, that's at 438. And then you got the two night games. You got the, the Arizona and Milwaukee at 7. And you got the Phillies and the Marlins at 8 again. So we'll see what goes on again. The game of the day yesterday was the Arizona-Milwaukee game. Well, here we go. We're all off and running in the MLB postseason. It might feel like July out there, but it's October. And October baseball, nothing better. And, and Except in Tampa. I mean. They stay in Tampa. I don't know why they stay in Tampa. I don't know the, the logistics behind it and all the numbers. But when you draw 19,000 for a, for a playoff game, that's embarrassing. And that's that's a town then that, that probably sh- shouldn't or can't have a Major League Baseball team or any sports team. Now, they're better with the with the Bucks, but they're not great with the Bucks, And they're good with the Lightning, too. I, I don't understand that. I guess it's not a baseball town. Because they, they just don't go. They don't go to support them. They have a good team. The Rays are there every year. Uh, locally, baseball. Boone is staying, uh, just like I told you. Boone is staying. Cashman is staying. No surprises there. The Mets, a couple players, Peter, reports that Pete Alonso and that Lindor are upset that Buck got fired. Listen, it, listen. it's not your, it's not your business. You, know, you, you, you don't own the team. Put your head down and play the game. I get it. You were fans of Buck. He's a player's manager. But it is what it is. I saw a headline that said something about Pete Alonso was ready to storm up to Steve Cohen's office after you heard Buck got fired. Like, what are, you, what are you doing? You can't storm up to the owner's office and complain about the, the manager getting fired. You know what? You didn't want to get fired. Maybe you should have won some games this year. You won 74 games. You're supposed to be a World Series team. Championship aspirations. You won 74 games. You want to know why you got fired? That's why you got fired. Because you guys stunk. So, now we got, um, let me just get the book here. Don't forget, next week, next week we got Coach Prime, Deion Sanders in the making of men, Gene Jocks Taylor, right here, Gene Jocks Taylor, he will be here with us, um, talking about the book, talking about Coach Prime, everything Coach Prime, Brett and I will be back on Saturday, I believe it's Saturday. We'll be back sometime this weekend before the NFL games to talk to you about the NFL games. We'll talk Giants. What? What? How did they pick up the pieces from last week? We'll talk the Jets. Can they play well and get a win? Maybe right. You want? You want to, when you play well, you want to get a win. The, the Jets did. You no, know, listen. They played well. They didn't get a win. And in the grand scheme of things, no moral victories in the NFL. They got Denver Giants down south. Miami uh, baseball. Baseball, wall-to-wall baseball. Love the baseball postseason because I love these day games in the middle of the week. It's great. 
So I'm going to go watch it right now. Enjoy the rest of your day. Get outside, too. Enjoy this beautiful. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to let everyone know by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or on our website at LockedUpSports.net. Remember, you can also find us on your favorite social media site, on Twitter at LockedUpSports, on the gram at Locked underscore up underscore sports. Join our Facebook group, Locked Up Sports, or on TikTok at Locked Up Sports Show. Now you can catch all the latest from Locked Up Sports anytime. Thanks for listening.